Alright, welcome to the Rugby Roundup Podcast. My name's Benny. I'm here again, doing it solo. Um, also doing it a little bit different. I'd like to do the podcast after these Rugby World Cup warm-up matches in the weekend, but I might be a little bit busy. So today's Thursday, the All Blacks team's got named today, so I thought, fuck, here we are, well, let's do it. Um, so yeah, big games this week. Wallabies, Samoa, All Blacks, Tonga. <laughs> I just downloaded a soundboard, some dodgy app, so um, here's some intro music. Hello. It's John C. Um, just a side yeah, story. I don't know what that is, some Aussie bloke. This is some dodgy ass soundboard that I just downloaded for free. Yeah, just a side story. I used to um, work with this guy, and his favourite song was that Barbie Girl song. And um, every time we got on the drink, not every time, but when we were out in town anyway, we would get on the drink. We'd end up at this karaoke bar, and uh, called Christchurch Idol. And we drink this um, soju, I think it was called, and it was like, you have shots of it, and it tastes like water at the start of the night, and then it starts to get worse and worse, and I remember one night the boys lost me, and they found me in this place, in the girls' toilets, with my head on the toilet seat. So that's the kind of drink it is, it makes you black out. It's basically like roofies, but legal, I suppose. Great for first dates. And uh, anyway, I'm not trying to be racist, but this guy, which in no no sentence that starts with I'm not trying to be racist is a good sign but um I'm not trying to be racist but with my experience not everyone but a lot of islanders that I've um you know hung out with usually get drunk and become a completely different person and in this guy's case he was the nicest guy ever when he's sober but when he drinks he would just try fight people he would always try find trouble and, um, yeah, he had just become like a completely different person. So, anyway, he's in the main stage of this uh, karaoke place. And he's singing, you know, I'm a Barbie girl. And he's quite a solid Samoan guy. Starts ripping off his clothes. He's got his top off, swinging it around, working the crowd. Because he's on, like, the main stage there. There's, like, little private rooms or private booths or whatever you call them. Not for, like, sex or anything. Although you could probably have, you know, sex in there. I don't know what they're for really, actually, now I think of it. So he's on the main stage singing, I'm a Barbie girl. Nice little Japanese karaoke bar. He turns to the uh, bar where these Japanese, nice, just Japanese staff minding their own business. And he yells out as loud as he can, so everyone can hear on the microphone, Fuck Asians. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't pretty. So he went from the solid Samoan guy that was thinking he was the man to getting manhandled by a couple uh, small Asian men. What she deserved, which is uh, pretty embarrassing, really. But and um, it's funny because Asian guys are like, or Japanese guys are about four foot two. So it was pretty funny.
And if you're wondering how I, how I know Asian men are four, four, foot, four foot two, it's because I measure them. I um, measure. I take a um, measuring tape on public transport here in Sydney, and um, I measure Asian people. It's just a hobby of mine. And I cut woman's hair off and put it in my side cabinet, my side drawer there. Helps me sleep better. Sometimes I put um hair in my pillowcase. Anyway, this is actually the rugby roundup if you're still with me. We occasionally, not we, me, I talk occasionally about rugby. Um, so this All Blacks team that just got named, the name that popped out to me the most was Josh Uani because he was in the um, named on the bench for the Argentinian game earlier in the year but obviously he didn't get off the bench so he's been named back in there now and it got me thinking is how many people have debuted under Steve Hansen as head coach so I did a little bit of research and I, I, I hate doing any research or I hate doing anything really but Look, for you guys, I, I put in about five to seven minutes worth of work here, and this is what I came up with. How many people have debuted under Steve Hansen as head coach? 75, I counted. Now, the people that are still in this current team that didn't debut under Steve Hansen as head coach are Kieran Reid, who debuted in 2008, Ben Smith, who debuted in 2009, Sam Whitelock and Sonny Bill Williams who debuted in 2010 so the, the, the rest of the guys have pretty much debuted uh, and out of those 75 people that have debuted under him here's just some of the more notable names in 2012 Julian Severe Bowden Barrett Brody Retallick, Aaron Smith Sam Kane and Dane Coles all debuted for the All Blacks uh, in 2013, Matt Todd, the GOAT, and Ryan Crotty debuted. In 2014, TJ Perenata and Joe Moody. Uh, in 2015, Nepalalala, Naholo, Cody Taylor, Nehemilna Skucks, who was a bolter for that World Cup, I think. And this one gets me a lot. 2016, these debutants. The notable ones, anyway. Artie Severe, Offatunga Fassi, Liam Squire, Anton Leonard-Brown, Damian McKenzie, and Rico Ioani. It seems like they've all been around for, like, fucking 10 years. Um, in 2017, the notable deputants were Geordie Barrett, Nani Lamape, David Havili, Jack Goodhue, Richie Moonga, and in 2018, um, there's fucking heaps, I think, because, um, Steve Hansen took like 500 players to Japan. Uh, some notable ones though are Carl Tu Inukuafi. Oh, I said that right. Tu, Carl Tu Inukuafi, who um, should have stayed with the Chiefs. But, you know, because, you know, we all know Blues. If you go play for the Blues, it ends your career. And by the way, if I didn't pronounce that right, who gives a fuck? Um, I have a speech imped impediment and actually as I've said before English is my second language self-taught actually um, I went to therapy as a child uh, legit so just bear with me and uh, my uncle told me a story once that uh, apparently I didn't talk to anyone like until I was like 
maybe six years old, but during, you know, around three, four, five, I didn't talk to anyone. Three, four, five years of age, that is. And, um, but apparently he would, like, sneak up and, like, he could hear me talking to my brother. My brother's the only person I'll talk to, apparently. Which kind of seems dodgy that he would sneak up and listen to me talk. That is very, very concerning. Maybe there's more to that. Now I think of it, was he sneaking up on me and listening to me talk? And what was he the reason I wasn't talking? Did he do something to me? Maybe he's the reason I wasn't talking. He's like, did something to me and then said, don't tell anyone. So I literally did not tell anyone. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'll ask my mum about that. Um, also, George Bridge. Oh, man, I've fully lost um, train of thought because of that. I think I'm all right. Um, and obviously this year, Severus, Braden Enor, and maybe Joshuani in the weekend. But um, as I was going through that list, there, obviously there's, they're just some of the players. As I was going through the list of, once again, I know this sounds repetitive, but deputons under Steve Hansen as head coach. Right. There were so many people that had had such little tests, right? Such amount, little, see what I mean? Fuck, my uncle really fucked me up, didn't he? I can't even fucking speak. This is actually legit, like I'm actually thinking, did he do something to me? Now I'm thinking about the story he told me, like, he snuck up the hallway, stood outside my bedroom and listened to us talk. Yeah, alright. Um... These are just a few players that have played less than five tests. Oh, sorry, five tests or less. Ben Afiaki played one test. Tom Taylor played three. Francis Saeli played two. Don Bird played three. Uh, Frank Halai played one. This is, um, fuck, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm fucked up now. Jeffrey Tuumunga Allen played three. Augustine Pulu played two. James Parsons played two. Probably would have played heaps more if he wasn't with the Blues. Uh, George Moala. Now, this one, fuck. He only played four tests, man. What the fuck? He, to me, he was one of the most underrated players. I wonder if something happened off the field. Um, he was a bit like a, um, what's his name, Rene Ranger. He's just mongrel, plays centre wing, fucking front row. Chuck him in there. He'll, he'll do good, man. He's the man. That's unfortunate. Um, Brad Weber, he's only played probably three tests. Charlie Natai, he only played one test, or as some commentators call him, Charlie Ngata. Uh, James Broadhurst, one test. Tamani Valu, five tests. Elliot Dixon, three tests. Fuck, here's, I'm just going to rattle off some numbers. These are all players that have played under five tests under Steve Hansen as head coach. Tim Perry, Havili, Amoa Duffy, Akira Yuani, Mitchell Drummond, Dylan Hunt, Dalton Papali'i, Matt Proctor, Gareth Evans, Tyrell Lomax, Brett Cameron, Luke Jacobson, Braden Enor, obviously, yeah. Would have Braden Enor, would Braden Enor be even in the mix if he wasn't in the Crusaders, if he stayed at the Blues because he's from Auckland? Who knows? But um, would you rather play one test for the All Blacks or 100 tests for the Kiwis? Stupid question, eh? Obviously the All Blacks, fuck the Kiwis. Um, so yeah, there's so many 
players under Steve Hansen that have only had a couple games. But it just goes to um, show you the fact that his record is... He's say how, how good of a coach he is, eh? Honestly, I'm not even joking. I'm thinking about my uncle. Like, should I stop this podcast and, like, ring the cops? Um, but speaking of one-test um, internationals, uh, on the uh, Rugby Roundup Facebook page... Uh, I put up a post. Oh, and if you do follow, unfollow, do not follow. And if you are thinking about following, don't follow. I put up a post, a video of the last fixture, uh, the 2011 fixture of the Samoan versus Wallabies game. And uh, Samoa smashed the uh, Wallabies. But there was one guy in there that had to uh, mark Tuialangi on the wing. I think his name was Rod Davies. And like straight up, that is the worst game I've seen any debut on play or any rugby player play. I reckon Rod Davies had the the worst game of his life. Um, he played for the Reds that year, I think. So they won the competition. I think they cheated, bit the Crusaders. Um, Uncle, is that you? Shh! Don't speak. Don't speak. Um, Jesus. So, um, I was, I'm a bit rattled, sorry. Um, for my work, I do a lot of driving, and I had just had a thought uh, before, because um, I get stuck in school zones. No, I don't get stuck. I, you have to slow down during um, certain times of the day when the kids are going to school, when the kids are leaving school. And with my job, it's I need to get places quickly. And I'm sick of um, slowing down for school zones. And it, it got me thinking, if you had a kid at 40Ks per hour, the kid's going to end up with broken bones, um, internal bleeding, maybe a little bit of brain damage. It's going to get pretty ugly, right? 40Ks is still fucked them up a bit. And... Um, you know, they're going to go in hospital and um, they, they might not recover fully. But what I was thinking is actually increasing the speed around schools. And if the kids want to step out, then that's their fault. Because what if you increase it to, say, like 80Ks, 100Ks, whatever, you're going to just go like this. Flatten the fuck out of the kids. Boom, $7,000 to $12,000 funeral. Um, it's done and dusted in a week none of these monthly, two monthly um, comas in the hospital just done and dusted 80k's around um, school zones um, that's just a sick thought I had I suppose um, yeah so the uh, All Blacks team this week um, I know uh, social media has given us this um, ability to become um, coaches right it's a bit it's a bit fucked up. And what I've been seeing a lot this year is why is Ben Smith not at fullback? Fucking this and that. Well here you go. Ben Smith's back at fullback. Obviously Sevu Reese and George Bridge, they keep their spot. Ryan Crotty's back. Um he's the uh modern day Conrad Smith, I suppose, the glue. He's not flashy, but he fucking does work, eh? Um Anton Leonard Brown's the other centre, he's the informed centre. Bowden Barrett's back to 10 with um, his old mate TJ. Kieran Reid, who's getting a lot of shit lately, eh? Like, the fucking back off, Kieran Reid. Obviously, 
he's not the player he was five years ago, but neither are you. And um, what saddened me is all the All Blacks did a thing this week where, you know, they were trying to what, pick the um, greatest 15, the greatest All Blacks Rugby World Cup 15, and he didn't make it. That made me sad. Uh, Matt Todd is, you know, because he's won a couple World Cups, mate, and he's about to win his third as captain, and he's not in the fucking team. Come on. Um, Matt Todd's starting, which is awesome. The GOAT. Artie Severe at six. Sam Whitelock and Patrick Tuipolotu. Big fan of uh, Patrick. Nepal La La La, Cody Taylor and Joe Moody. Cheer. That's not a bad team, I suppose, eh? And um, hopefully Josh Iwani gets off the bench and doesn't become one of these players that just plays well, one or two tests. Maybe he will. He's the new Sopoanga. Um, what else have I got here? Oh, hold up. I'll try this again. Tonga. Tonga. My dog's here too, so just fucking... Sorry about that. Um, before this um, Tongan and All Blacks game, there's a um, Curtin Razor New Zealand Barbarian Legends versus the Pacific Legends and they're raising awareness for um, you know a moment against silence I think it's against uh, raising awareness for suicide which is awesome and um, man there's some pretty pretty hard out legends in that team too like even what I find weird is a lot of rugby league players in that Barbarians team like Ruben Wiki, who's um, probably in the best shape of his life. Jeez, he's better shaped than half the NRL. Um, man, some um, pretty good players in there. Carlos Spencer's captain, I think. Rico Gears there, Corey Flynn, Troy Flavel, Ross Filippo. Monty Beetham, man, I hope he starts a fight. That'd be cool. Um, Jared Hoyata. And a random fact about Jared Hoyata, when I was uh, doing that research a bit earlier, he is the only player to debut for the All Blacks in 2011. And in every other year, there's heaps, but yeah, 2011, that he's the only one. There you go. Um, so the uh, what's interesting about the Wallabies team, it's coming up this weekend. Um, David Pocock's back. A huge fan of David Pocock and his captain. So that's cool. Um, he's playing open side blanker. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the first game because I'm a big fan of him playing where he's supposed to play. And the Wallabies have Fiji in their first Rugby World Cup match this year. So that'll be a bloody close game, I think. It'll be a cracker. And just getting back to those kids um, outside schools again, I do think ADKs is fair because, look, when you go into a supermarket, it says uh, free fruit, free fruit for kids. So they're over here getting free fruit, and then they're also over this side getting cars to slow down outside schools. You can't have both of those things. You can only take one of them. So um, I'm going to take away the cars going slow around schools. And if, look... If you can't cross a road properly, do what I did. Don't go to school. That's the best advice I can give you.
really ask yourself, what have you learned at school? Well, I personally didn't learn a lot. Maybe, you know, I learned how to talk after I got away from my uncle. That's about it. I'm actually generally going to call my mum right now and just double check. Nothing happened. Hopefully, what's the time there in New Zealand? Maybe she'll answer. Sorry about this, eh? I just need to know now. It's just like... Um, also, just... Oh. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Oh, sorry. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, just um, ringing up, just got a few questions. So when did I start talking? Like, um, when you were 12? When I was 12, oh fuck. So I was retarded. No, you weren't retarded. Nikki and Sam used to talk for you. Okay, so I, I, didn't, I just wouldn't talk around people, but I'd just talk to Samson or... Yeah, and they would talk for you. They'll talk for me, okay. Is there any reason for yeah. that, why I wasn't talking, or...? Um, we went to speech therapy, love. Yeah, I know I went to speech therapy. Do you remember that, blowing the cotton ball across the table? Oh, yes, something like that, yeah. But there's no oh, other we... no other reasons I didn't talk? No, okay. no other reason. Okay, anyway, i got to go. I'll um, ring you back. Bye. Are you going to come and see me? Yeah, bye. Oh shit! I don't know if you guys could hear that. That's my mum. I just doubled. I just said to her. I didn't put it out there. I said did, did, I didn't say did my uncle touch me or anything. I just said, is there a reason I wasn't talking? I asked her twice, and she doesn't. I mean, I don't know. Uh, should I ring my uncle? No. Wouldn't do that. Anyway, um, I've got a new podcast coming out, and it's with my best friend. And uh, look, maybe I'm going back to Christchurch this weekend, so we're going to record our first episode. Hopefully, we'll see how we go. And um, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to plug it on here pretty much every week because it's hard out in the streets starting a new podcast, eh? Anyway, I just want to say if the Wallabies win this World Cup, how long until the public start fucking bashing them again because you got to remember the Wallabies had a fucking great last World Cup they went on a huge run they got to the final they got beaten by fucking New Zealand and then a year and a half later everyone's bagging them saying Cheka must go Cheka must go fuck this and fuck that fucking let's go and um jeez there's some real fear with the fans out there it'll be interesting if they win this World Cup how long until these uh, fear where the fans turn their back um, anyway I'm going to go I don't know, probably ring my family and ask more questions I'm going to go back onto the soundboard, this dodgy soundboard and um, give you guys a bit of an outro but thanks for tuning in, I know it's a short podcast, if I get time I might do another one um, 
after this and I'll definitely be doing them throughout the uh, World Cup. I have reached out to a few people to do this podcast and um, that's really hard for me to do. Um, but I've done it and uh, haven't quite lined someone up yet. I, I tried um, Harry Holmes who is a Wallaby. He played against the Springboks earlier this year. He's a fucking good cunt. So I'd love to get him back on. We're trying to line that up. And randomly, as I, I think I was drunk at the time, I messaged uh, David Campisi. And um, but on his Facebook page, it says, there's a little uh, blue icon, it says book now. So, and also I've read an article recently, and it was about him being the first millionaire rugby player in sport or something. So... I'm assuming, assuming that he might, when it's, I saw that little book now thing, I'm assuming maybe he wants people to pay him to come on podcasts or something like that, which I'm definitely not fucking doing, but it'd be awesome to have him on here, it'd be like, oh, anyway, he messaged me back and he said, uh, yeah, no problem, just um, email info at davidcampese.com or whatever, so even that little bit saying info at David Campisi if I do email him back maybe he'll a generic message will come back saying these are the fees per hour I'm not sure like I'm just fucking making shit up now I don't know we'll see I'll, I'll email him so um and I'll reach out to a few more people and um yeah maybe I'll do another podcast thanks for tuning in oh fuck that's right I was gonna do this fuck I get off track I am generally rattled. I think I need a drink. Did my uncle touch me? Because that's what I think. Maybe I'll ask my brother if he's in the same boat. Even if he told him. He probably wouldn't know We were young My uncle took advantage Do you like my song? That I just started Yes, I'm a freestyle rapper too Anyway Enjoy your day Enjoy the weekend And get hyped for this Rugby World Cup